grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. I'm privileged to take the word on engage with the Holy Spirit. Engage with the Holy Ghost. The word engage means get him involved. Let him take preeminence. Never ignore him. If turn around is your target, then engagement with him is a must. As we have heard from the introductory night, that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of turn around. He's the mastermind for everything pertaining to your turn around. So engage with the Holy Spirit. Engage with the Holy Ghost. Life that is run alone may end up in a crash. Life is too detailed that no matter, no matter his education, capacity, and age, no man is able to know all that pertains to life. But there is someone, his name is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he was there when you were formed. He was there at creation. He was the first to show up after God decided to create the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1. Verse 1. You see God in that first verse. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the next thing was challenge. And the heart was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. But look at the turnaround. Spirit. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the heart, of the waters. From today, may the Holy Ghost that we are talking about begin to move in your life. When it moves in your life, forget the challenges. They will become a walkover. You walk on them and walk through you to turn them to testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ. Is it not good to commit yourself to the one who knows you from your mother's womb? And who knows the heart from the foundation of it? And who has detail about life? Most of the time, we are absolutely ignorant. In fact, most of the things we do, we do it in ignorance because we will not consult and engage the one who knows all. Is the spirit of knowledge. Is the spirit of understanding. Is the spirit of wisdom. Is the one that knows the step to take. My prayer is this. Everyone under the sound of my voice will humble himself to engage the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. He has been in the beginning. He continued. Even in the Old Testament, you will see the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So it's an eternal spirit. And every time you see the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. You see what happened. You see signs and wonder. You see miracle. You see turn around. 
I command that that spirit, the Holy Spirit, come upon you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Life is a wilderness of wild beasts. The Bible talks about the beast of the heart. How will you survive here without a guide? And our guide is the Holy Spirit. He said, when he come, he will teach you all things. He will bring all things to your remembrance. He will receive of me and show it to you. He is the one. You can't make it alone. So he continued until the New Testament. The Holy Ghost is the power base of the ministry of Jesus. Everything you see, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, they are the works of the Holy Ghost. And in Luke 3.21, right from the beginning, Jesus engaged the Holy Spirit. He's the Son, the only begotten of the Father. Yet, he needed to engage the Holy Spirit before anything. Luke 3.21, to fulfill all righteousness, he was baptized. And now when all the people were baptized, it came to power that Jesus also being baptized, praying, the heaven was open. And look at the next verse. And the Holy Ghost descended in bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven who said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. I decree that 24-7 the Holy Ghost will be upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The apostles were not apostles. All those acts of the apostles are the acts of the Holy Spirit. You saw them going into hiding because you see the flesh will disappoint you any day. No matter who you are, men of high degree, men of low degree say they are all vanity. They are empty. Peter the bold. Anywhere you are going, I'm there for you. He went and bought his sword. But when he was confronted with situation beyond the capacity of the flesh, he crashed. Don't trust yourself the way you are doing. I I'm a man of myself. I, 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 you don't know? You don't know me? <laughs> you will crash. The Bible says, trust in him at all times because God is a refuge for his people. And so when the day of Pentecost was fully come, Acts 2, 1 to 4. The Holy Ghost came upon all of them and they become a change man. You are departing from Shiloh 2020, a change man. Not only that, a change agent. 
Not only that, you are going to take charge of the affairs wherever you go. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus said, I can't leave you like this. I can't leave you comfortless. I can't leave you helpless. If I leave you like this, the devil will take over. John 14, 16 to 17. He said, let me give you another comforter. John 14, 16 to 17. He said, I give you another, I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another. You know that word another means someone like me. My duplicate. The one who can represent me fully. Another comforter. And what did he say we do? He said, who will be with you forever. And verse 17 said, the, but the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive before it seeth him not. So, the world can connect or engage him because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. May I inform you the Holy Ghost dwells in your invisible to influence the visible. He dwells in you. <laughs> That's where he dwells. It's not on your head. It's in your heart. That's where he dwells. He dwells in you. Somebody began to say, Holy Ghost, dwell afresh in me. Dwell afresh in me. Permit my spirit, soul, and body. Possess me in totality. When somebody's doing one kind of thing, they say it's possessed of demon. That is possessed of evil spirit. That's how we are to be possessed of the Holy Spirit. And once you are possessed with the Holy Ghost, you take charge. Turn around is not by power or might, but by the Spirit of God. Zechariah 4, 6. You can make things to happen by your own effort. The Holy Spirit walking behind the scene is what culminates in open testimony. He walks behind you. He prompts you to connect with you. And then you see a testimony showing forth. I commend you to God and to the power of his spirit. That by this message, God will give you a new beginning. In the name of Jesus Christ. What then is his relevance? In securing your turn around encounter. The Holy Spirit is relevant in everything. Anything you will hold from him. That's your choice. And when you will hold any part of your life or affairs from him. You are on your own. That's where regrets 
comes from. Disappointment comes from. Weeping and gnashing of teeth come from. So the Holy Spirit is relevant in everything. You're going out, it's relevant. In your company, it's relevant. In ministry, it's relevant. In your secular job, it's relevant. It's relevant to you as a student, relevant to the businessman. It's relevant to everyone who cares to engage him. Let me be mentioning who he is in terms of dimensions. He is the spirit of holiness. Romans 1.4 Your strive for holiness will be so frustrating without the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. It was the spirit of holiness that made Jesus to be a son of God with power. So is the spirit of holiness. You want to be holy? Well, it's good to be disciplined. It's good to be morally upright. It's good to avoid too many things and everything that can corrupt. But that's not all. <laughs> the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of holiness ought to be teaching you all things. Everything look lawful on the earth. Acceptable standard to the world. But the Holy Ghost will tell you, be careful. When you are going beyond your limit, be careful. Be careful with that girl. He has other mission. Other than the simple friendliness that you are depicting. Be careful. Caution. Caution. He is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. No one fear God without the Holy Spirit. So he controls your conscience. He sanctifies your conscience. To have a conscience void of offense towards God and towards men. See him again. He is the spirit of truth. Without him, you will walk in error without knowing the lying ministry of the devil will catch up with you. You will be telling lies in hypocrisy and say that is just your weakness. John 8, 44. Satan is so smart and crafty that he will run you all without the spirit of truth. He said, you're of your father the devil and the loss of your father you will do. It's a mother for the beginning and abode not in truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he's a liar and the father of it. You will follow the liar and you will follow the lie without knowing, but it's the spirit of truth. Again, he's the spirit of faith. We have in the spirit of faith. Therefore, we are spoken. Look at that, that. As powerful as faith is, is the spirit of faith. <laughs> Can you see the dimensions? It's relevant. It's the spirit of grace. For the apostle, I'm 
what I am by the grace of God. And grace is what made great. And grace is the summation of supernatural help that you will require here. What else? Is the spirit of grace and supplication. Is the one who helped our infirmity in prayers. Otherwise, you want to pray for one hour after five minutes, ten minutes, you don't know what to say again. Damn fair repetition. But it gives utterance in prayer. In Romans 8 26, he said, The Spirit helped what? Our infirmities. That word infirmity means inadequacy, insufficiency, weakness. For we know not what we should pray as we are. There's a standard required of us in prayer. We couldn't call. But the Spirit, he said, make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. It's the Spirit of grace and supplication. And I command for your prayer life to be energized. Receive fresh baptism of the Spirit of grace and supplication. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the powerful message we have from God's servant yesterday on love. That is his first characteristics. Love. That is his character, his attribute, is the spirit of love. One of the evidence that he dwells in you and you have engaged him in your destiny is to keep loving. Loving God become a walkover. Loving your neighbor, there's no struggle because he's the spirit of love. He's the spirit of love. He's the spirit of excellence. <laughs> because wisdom and understanding belongs to him. And everything you will now demand for turn around is packaged in the seven dimension of the Holy Spirit. There's only one spirit. But it can operate in seven dimensions. Isaiah 11, 2. And all this dimension was on Jesus. That's why he's turn around, passing the fire. In Isaiah 11.2, and the spirit of the Lord, <laughs> that's one of his dimensions, shall rest upon him. And you remember Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And what else? Let's continue that scripture. The spirit of the Lord is upon him. And in Isaiah 11.2, let's continue. The spirit of what? Wisdom and wisdom is the principal thing, and understanding the spirit of counsel and mind, the spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the law. Mm. For example, you need the spirit of counsel. Many choices before you. How do you know which one is the best? Everything calling for attention. How do you know which one to attend to? Spirit of cancer. So, he wants to be your counselor. And he can't say you to break through. He can't say you 
to turn around. All through the school, my school day, I know him, and even till now, as my counselor, two weeks before exam, I will fast for three days, Friday, Saturday, round up on Sunday. What am I asking for? Holy Ghost, what is coming out? Guide me in my preparation. And I'll be reading something, I will hear him speaking. That will not come out. Holy Ghost, what will come out? I say, go to page 14. Master the illustration there. It will be copy verbatim. The Holy Ghost. I had some challenge in management mathematics because I did arithmetic most of my secondary school. And when they say algebra and all the rest of it, it's like Greek. I don't understand what they are talking about. <laughs> I crammed some things to pass. I managed to have six. C6 in my YX exam, for which I'm most grateful. <laughs> so when you say mathematics, quantitative analysis, I'm the weakest. So I employ and engage the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you know I don't know this subject. Oh. You are the one who helped me for GCE, the school start. Now, teach me. The Holy Spirit is wonderful. And I will see a personality because it's a personality. It's not a meat. It's not something. It's not a, just something somewhere. He will come to me in my dream and give me questions to walk. And I will walk it. And he will do the correction. And I will wake up. You know when he come, he will teach you how many things? The Holy Spirit knows physics, so <laughs> mathematics is not a problem to him. Whatever it is, no matter where the examiner is coming from, he knows how to educate you. So within these three days of preparation, after that's two weeks to the time, he will be I will be hearing, I will be seeing. I've written exam before that I just look at the board. And I begin to see answer. He helped me and helped me and helped me until in accounting school, my classmates say I must be doing charm. The management mathematics that he taught me, I was the one that led. I saw all the questions, and I know I've seen it before, but I don't know where. I just copied the answer. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then the lecturer who has been making boasts, nobody get distinction in my class. I laugh. I say, Holy Ghost, make me the one that will get it. The man could not cancel anything. He couldn't put red biro on anything. At the end of it, I think in anger. Just put 75 percent. I said, that's more than what I need. I needed 70. So when we got to the class and everybody was crying, this is too much, they were failed. They failed. He said, but someone here got it. 
In fact, he said he got all. It's only I don't want to give him. So if you are a student here, I command fresh baptism of the spirit of excellence. In the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 32 verses 12 to 15. Isaiah 32 verses 12 to 15. Isaiah 32 verses 12 to 15. They shall lament for the teeth and for the pleasant field and for the fruitful farm. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and bread. Yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. The fort and the tower shall be for dance forever. A joy of wide asses, a pasture for flock. This, this look like a lot, I mean, total shutdown. But there is a conclusion for a turnaround. Until the Spirit be poured upon us from our heart. And the wilderness be a fruitful field. That's turn around. And the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Everyone under the sound of my voice that is in the wilderness, I command your wilderness to turn to fruitful field. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So for his full engagement in summary, how then do I engage him in securing my turnaround? Number one, be born again. John 3, 5 to 8, is that is born of the spirit, is spirit. Can two work together except they agree? Until you are a spirit, you cannot relate with the spirit. It is spirit to spirit. You can't communicate with the spirit. So be born again. Remove the works of the flesh. Repent of fornication, adultery. And then number two, understand that you have your root in destiny from him. Your root, it was there when you were created. Your root is connected. You are connected. Redemption has repositioned you for the Holy Ghost to be your guide forever. And number three, recognize that you are helpless without him. In Luke 24, 49, he commanded the apostle, you are witnesses of this thing, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endowed with power from on high. Don't go. It will be a dangerous mission. You may not return. Even though I'm the one sending you. Receive the Holy Ghost. And they waited for 10 days in the upper room until the day of Pentecost. Before you commit yourself to any assignment, ministry, or anything God is asking you to do, <laughs> tarry for the Holy Ghost. Get his instruction. Get his intimation. Receive his suggestion. 
get his direction and then he will make the going great in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ Romans 8 14 says as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god and number four seek for his baptism if you are here you are not baptized in the holy ghost don't leave shallow ground until this is done and where you are now put your right hand on your chest and say after me lord jesus baptize me with the holy ghost that's just the prayer pray it until you be endowed with power from on high and you come and share your testimony in the name of jesus christ now believe in repeated empowerment that's number five the drenching of power power is like fuel you can't fuel your car now and say forever and ever no matter that car you take it back to the gas station and reveal that's how we are supposed to be revealed every day so repeated empowerment is what guarantee continuous empowerment once powerful he's not always powerful except you know how to refill a great while before the day you should stand before god and ah for fresh infilling baptism the only go with the evidence of speaking in tongues once but infilling everyday infilling so that there's no gap no faculty no emptiness is continuous you see the apostle doing that in act 4 verse 30 to 33 that we might be filled with the holy ghost and speak your word and after they have prayed they were filled with the holy ghost and they spoke the word of god with boldness every day in filling shall be your portion in the name of jesus and number five fellowship with him fellowship with who with him he loves fellowship he enjoys communication he loves interaction don't abandon him don't make him a stranger around you intimation with him is what we are talking about second corinthians 13 14. look at what the apostle the man who was drenched in the spirit see what he said the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the communion the word communion means fellowship with the holy ghost be with you all amen may the communion and fellowship with him be with you not only on shilogram but forever and number seven walk in the spirit galatians 5 25 walk in the spirit drop the work of the flesh be spiritual don't be carnal don't just be religious walk in the spirit if we live in the spirit let us walk in the spirit that is only the holy spirit determine your next step where you are going and what is happening and where you are coming from and revelation 1 10 say i was in the spirit in the last day and i have you can't hear beyond your spirituality only the flesh will be dictating what you are to do walk in the spirit and number eight receive receive desire and receive the spiritual gift the gift of word of knowledge the gift of word of wisdom all these gifts are our opportunity for turn around gift of healings gift of working of miracle they are all contained in first corinthians 12 7 to 9 and finally the caution ephesians 4 20 don't grieve him if we read fast 31 4 30 
verse 31. All the things that grieve him. Bitterness, angers, and so on. They are all listed there. May your heart be purged with the blood of Jesus. May you maintain a clean and free heart to connect with the Holy Spirit. Stand on your feet, pray one minute. Holy Spirit, I want you afresh. Baptize me. Feel me as never before. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. 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 Holy Ghost, feel me afresh. A new beginning with you. Take preeminence. I engage you in my destiny for uncommon turnaround. Thank you, Holy Spirit. More of you every day, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'm sure the Holy Spirit has come upon you afresh. Your life will never be the same again. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.